going on, Geeks? You're listening to Geeks in a Grace podcast, the 53rd episode of the Geeks in a Grace podcast, which makes it an entire year. Remember when we used to say the number every time? Yeah, we did that for like three of them, <laughs> and I failed yeah. every single time. I just lost count. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gad Zooks. And Shelly Waltar. And before we get into the podcast, we do need to give a special shout out to our Patreons. Uh, we are we have 13 people donating money right now. Yeah. Um, you all are awesome. Woo-hoo. If you're not donating, you didn't get a super sweet sticker. Uh, I got mine in the mail because uh, I legitimately donate. A lot of the staff actually donates, which is really cool. Uh, and probably a lot of the staff listens to the podcast. So thank you all as well. Um, you guys are all awesome. Just... Uh, patreon.com slash geeks and grace if you guys want to help us out uh you're what makes everything run and so we really appreciate that but anyways joe what are you geeking out about this week uh there's a lot on the agenda it sounded super scripted i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um so this has actually been the geekiest week i've had in a long long time um Yay. So I'll, I'll get through stuff as quick as I can, but I'm geeking out about a lot this week. So I, I bought Dragon Quest Builders kind of on a whim. Um, I'm not a big Minecraft fan, but I love Dragon Quest. And so I thought, I'll try this. And I love it. It is really Good. cool. So it's like Minecraft, you know, but but instead of just wandering aimlessly and doing whatever, you can do that if you want. But it has quests. And so it's like, hey, go here, do this, get this thing, build this specific thing. Here's the blueprint or save this guy and he'll give you the the blueprints to be able to build this, this and this, you know. And so you're like building portals and going to other islands and and expanding your your building out and growing your town and learning new stuff all the time. It it is really cool. I really like it a lot. Um, I don't think it has a multiplayer aspect, but I'm having an absolute blast playing it by myself right now. Um, So if if you like Minecraft, this is totally kid family friendly. Um, it's a little bit more focused, so it's not just like free build mode. Right. Um, you're you're kind of following a narrative, but I that's what I wanted. That's what I had a problem with with Minecraft. So um, I give it my seal of approval. Um, the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare beta I played this weekend. So community member Lanil Thomas uh, gave us a code for the uh, Modern Warfare, not Modern Warfare, the Infinite Warfare beta that went on this weekend for PlayStation 4. Um, I played several hours of that, and I'm going to be writing up a preview of that on the site. But I wanted to give him a shout-out for providing that code to us, and I'm going to give him credit for providing that code in the preview as well. Thanks a lot, Lanil. That's awesome that you did that for us. Um, I wouldn't have had a chance to check it out otherwise. Um, That said, my opinion... Um, which will be in writing later, but uh, if you didn't, <laughs> if you liked Black Ops 3's multiplayer, this is that multiplayer. It, okay. it really feels almost one to one like that multiplayer. Like it's got a few tweaks and stuff that I'll mention in the preview, but by and large, the mechanics are Black Ops 3. So. Um, I really hope that they have a phenomenal single-player campaign. I almost pre-ordered it with the version that would have given me Modern Warfare, but I couldn't bring myself to spend $80 on a game I'm not sure about yet. And that's real rare for me to say about a Call of Duty game. I usually get them every year, sight unseen. Um, 
Also this week, I got into the early uh, the the early enlister bonus for Battlefield One starts tonight, so I will be I will have unfettered access to that. But I was also an EA uh, early access person, so mm-hmm. I've already put about eight hours into the multiplayer there. Battlefield One's really good, and a lot of the reviews came out today, and uh, we're going to be working on a on a review down the line, but we didn't get an early access copy or anything like that, so. And you can actually be a pigeon in this game. That's that's a thing. I did not play that mode, but there was a pigeon carrier multiplayer mode. Yeah, that's so weird. All right, that <laughs> sounds amazing, but hmm. weird. And as a one to one kind of tying in with that, because it's modern, because it's uh, World War One. I've mm-hmm. been listening to a, a big long form podcast that's actually twenty four hours of content across six episodes, called oh. Blueprint of the Apocalypse. And it's it's a historian giving his full breakdown on how World War One came to happen and what happened in it. So uh, maybe check that out if you guys like history podcasts or you're interested. Um, and then finally, this is the big thing for the week. I got a PlayStation VR. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've been geeking out crazily in other worlds. <laughs> now I I got the Batman game for it. I finished it last night. Um, that is really, really trippy to be in the cowl. Yeah, you can totally like pull a battering off your uh, off your belt, throw the batterings with with the controls. That's um, so pull out a grappling hook and grappling onto stuff. Pull out the yeah. scanner and like scan the environment and do your detective work. That that's the bulk of what the game is: is the detective stuff, <laughs> and it's really cool. But this is also the darkest content I've ever seen in a Batman game. Sight unseen, it's the darkest Batman game I've ever played. Wow. All right. The last ones were pretty dark. Yeah. So... You think Asylum... You you missed the show a while back for a a movie screening? Yeah, The Killing Joke. Yeah. There's... Like... There's a video in there related... Mm -hmm. To that. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. And, I, and my mind goes all sorts of different places with that. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna spoil anything outright. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in, in that game. Mm-hmm. It's only about an hour and a half long and it's twenty dollars. So that's kinda okay. hard to swallow. Yeah. But it's but a super well done It's an experience. It it really is, and it's a super well done experience. It was very cool. But I that's awesome. I'd rather paid, you know, ten bucks at an arcade or something okay. instead of twenty bucks. So, um, Eve Valkyrie and Riggs, VR Worlds, Super Hypercube, and Thumper. Those are all the games that I've played. And uh, so, Eve Valkyrie puts you in a spaceship, so you're able to fly around a spaceship and dogfight in 3D while you're looking around freely in your cockpit. That's really awesome. That Man, that's fun. Cool. Riggs is kind of a mech fighter game. That one made me a little motion sick because it's, I'm sold. It's mech fighter mixed with American football. Okay. <laughs> so like you're you're yeah. sliding around the battlefield blasting dudes, but you're trying to pick up the football and run it into the end zone as well. Oh my For those who don't gosh. know, I have a weird thing with mech suits. Mech suits are so exciting to me. Uh, that sounds so cool. You you need to look into rigs then. Okay. Um, Super hypercube is like Tetris. Mixed with one of those Japanese wall games that they have on those game shows where you have to do a certain formula. Oh, 
Yeah, or else you fall in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so with this, it's like it starts with a single cube, and you blast it through the wall, and then it adds cubes on in 3D space. And so you have to rotate the one thing to try to fit it through the puzzle okay. shape in the wall. And the reason that works in 3D in, in VR is because you can actually like duck and look around the cube to figure out the different angles and stuff. Uh, and then finally, Thumper is just kind of a it's a you're you're kind of on a single track and it's a rhythm based game. It totally works without VR, but it looks really good in VR too. Cool. Awesome. And finally, Geeks Under Grace is now on Open Critic. So Woo! thanks to Joe. He needs he yeah. needs props. I, I'm not gonna take any props for that, but I'm super excited about it. Um, Open Critic is a direct competitor to Metacritic, mm-hmm. and all of the big gaming sites are on Open Critic as well. IGN, GameSpot, uh, Game Informer, you know, all those. Destructoid. And now we are officially contributors. We're not a, a big, you know, we're not a big label critic like IGN would be. But we are an official contributor. And we have a link on geeksundergrace.com that will take you directly to our contributor page. You can look at every review we've got uploaded there. Um and so it's, it's, I'm super excited about that. The team of writers are over the moon with it right now. And we would love it if you would check that out and uh, maybe tweet Open Critic and thank them for us. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Sorry to geek out so hardcore, but man, this has been a big week. So, <laughs> not a problem. That's awesome. Super exciting news. How about you, Shelly? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Let's start that over. How about you, Shelly? <laughs> Okay, um, there's a lot I've done, too, uh, <laughs> which is cool, I guess. Um, yeah. Not quite as dramatic as a VR or you know, anything like that, but, you know, I think it's cool. I finally got to see Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which I guess in itself that's not that geeky, but it's a movie I've been wanting to see eventually. Uh, or I, I eventually wanted to see it, and I finally saw mm-hmm. it, and it was amazing. I really loved it, so I, I recommend it to anyone. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Um, also, Ruby, I've been watching more. I finished season two, and we've. I'm watching it with my roommate, so we started season, um, and I'm really liking it because I understand. Like going into Ruby, I knew a lot of people were kind of iffy on the animation and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and I definitely was feeling that the first season. But then second season, I'm like, I can actually see like their face and their their emotions and all the other people that's not just like a black silhouette they're like actually animated people who are in the background so i really enjoyed season two now season three is looking even better so i'm really excited then obviously i actually did see this uh trailer for season four even though i haven't finished season three and that <laughs> one looks like it's gonna be amazing so i'm really excited for that um but yeah so there's that um i also started <laughs> i XCOM, like, it's not exactly XCOM, but it's kind of inspired by XCOM D&D campaign. It's just the same group I play with every Sunday. We're just taking, we're pausing our campaign and we're doing this for a couple weeks just for Halloween. And I am a medic, which is weird. I've never been in the healing class uh, in anything. Um, But I'm like a surgeon and I'm I'm German. I wear clogs. I that's like, Holland. I'm chaotic good. It's super weird, but um, I'm excited. 
You're Forage. a chaotic good German surgeon with Dutch shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that the yeah. cogs are like like a part of the story. Like, well, and and wool sort of socks, of and she has like this blood-stained dress, <laughs> like one of those medic dresses. Um, oh, man, I have this all planned out. I mean, that's cool. But that sounds like a really neat, a really neat tabletop experience. Yeah, but what's so funny is uh, one of my friends is role-playing as himself because this is supposed to take place in the modern world. It's supposed to take place, like, just at this time. So he's literally just being himself. And he plays the <laughs> okay. euphonium. And so what he does, he's basically being a bard. He plays his euphonium and gives us a bonus um, to attack or something like that. Okay. Which, so that's really funny. Um, mm. And besides that, start playing Trespasser DLC uh, in Dragon Age... I obviously can't talk about it because mega spoilers, but I I love that DLC. I still wish that it didn't need to be DLC. I wish it was just a part of the main game because <laughs> it's the only proper way to finish that game. But, uh, yeah. Also, uh, I was playing Armello. And nice. if anyone has seen me uh, and watched me stream often on the Geek Center Grace channel, they know that I love Armello and I play that game all the time. But... I've gotten every single victory except for the rot victory. And the rot victory, um, I won't explain it too much, but it's it's the hardest victory in the game. It's okay. You need lots of luck and strategy and all the stuff that I didn't have originally going into it. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. But then as I played and failed many times, I got strategy. Then I got really lucky and I was finally able to do the rot victory. So I was like, yeah, I did it. Congratulations. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I just a winner felt, is you. Thank you. I I <laughs> felt proud of myself, so I'm glad someone else does. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, finally, I watched the third season slash. I think there are seasons in America. They were originally movies in Japan, so I'm just calling them seasons. But uh, the third season of Digimon Adventure Try, and okay, oh my gosh, there are feels in it. That I did not expect. I did not. I almost cried. I was. Ooh. I don't cry during things. <laughs> I was getting teary eyed. It was like pulling my heart away from me. And anyone who watched Digimon as a kid, season one, needs to watch Digimon Adventure Try. I'm just saying that right now. I Is think it's on English Crunchyroll. Yet? Yeah, I'm well, it's, it's subtitles. It's just, uh, you can sit through it and read it. It's I so know. worth it. I'm it's... American. I'm lazy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, but that was... I really... So, there's only going to be four seasons slash movies, and the fourth one's coming out in February, so I gotta wait for February for the last season. Which So I'm like, right. I'm gonna do until then. <laughs> but So, that's that's what I did this week. About you, Cody. I took an entire week off. Yeah, you did. <laughs> People may have noticed. I, I hope that I wasn't here last week. <laughs> um, you hope people noticed, or you hope that you weren't here last week? I hope that people noticed. Okay. <laughs> people didn't. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, <laughs> something feels weird. I don't know. Someone, something's missing. Uh, Probably nothing. No. I did not make any content last week. Uh, for Geeks and Grace, uh, I instead, I, I bought a little journal um, and read the Bible every, each day. Uh, and then I would just read until something hit me and would take 
just notes on my reflections of what hit me. Um, so I did that. I did a lot of praying. Um, I made a Nerf gun into a lamp. Um, now that I want to see. It's not quite finished yet, but as soon as ah. it is, I will have pictures of progress and the finished product. Uh, okay. But I will definitely show you, Joe. Um, okay. <laughs> it looks like a uh, kind of like kind of a Star Wars uh, gun. So I'm pretty excited about that. It looks like something to shoot lasers. Um, <laughs> so that's that's in the working. Um, what else have I done? Uh, I played a little bit of Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts because I guess that's still happening. Um, I'm so... Like, I play it, and I'm like, why am I playing this every time I turn it on? But I... You know what else you could be playing? What? No Man's Sky. (laughs) (laughs) I would have the same feeling of, I should play this game, and then I turn it on and be like, "Eh." Why am I playing this game? (laughs) But at least you'd be discovering planets. Yeah. I I like building the cars, uh, but it's getting to a point where I had built a car in the game. That I was like, this is going to be my car for everything. And that's not how you play that game. So I have this car that I think I'm going to use for everything. And I never use it. I always end up building a new car for each little mission. Um, which is <laughs> tedious. Uh, but yeah. it's it's fun. I like the building part. Like That's the only redeeming quality of that game is the building aspect. So, um, yeah. Uh, I've also... We've been talking about doing a curriculum um, at Geeks and Grace... For the last like year and a half. Um, and so I am finally uh, just kind of trying to get that figured out and look at the logistics and stuff and hoping to present it to the leadership at the end of the week and hopefully they like it. If not, we'll have to work on something else. Um, but that is at least in somewhat of a motion. And that's that's really exciting for me. Yeah. Uh, I know it's yeah, been I, coming a long time. Yeah. So hopefully we can get that moving. Um, I guess one last thing. I just feel like uh, maybe someone also it'll be useful information for someone else. But uh, during the whole week, I took a step back, you know, and got into a kind of some rest and everything, and uh, started thinking about um, callings, and that was kind of with what I was reading and stuff. Callings, and then yeah, I spend a lot of time at Geeks and Grace. I don't know if people realize how much time I put into this. Um, but there's definitely always a worry of it becoming an idol. Um, because I think anything you're putting so much time into, uh, you think about work, like the majority of your life you are working. And so you have to kind of think of like, what are you doing when you're working? Um, is it becoming an idol for you? And uh, so the, the revelation that I came to was, um, I would have said that Geeks of Grace is my calling. Uh, and I don't think that that is accurate. And that was something that I needed to step back from. And say uh, that my calling is the Great Commission, right? You know, share the gospel, make disciples. Um, and so it's this little tiny thing. Uh, it pro- probably isn't that important to anyone else. Probably not going to be a big revelation. But uh, I had to separate that that's my calling, and Geeks Under Grace is the vehicle of which to do that. Okay. And that it is not Geeks Under Grace that is the calling. And so I think getting your mindset to be that way, that your calling is to do, uh, you know, the Great Commission, um, then kind of work around that. Like, how do you do that? And what is that vehicle? And then make that, um, you're still going to say that's your calling, but don't look at it as that is the end all be all. 
um, mm-hmm. something that for me, I as I was thinking about it, it hit me and was uh, kind of big for me. So I don't know if anyone else will hear that and have it resonate with them at all, but who knows? That's basically it. That's all I can think of. Oh, all my TV shows. We'll get into the TV shows later. Um, we can talk <laughs> about the news, and I'll kind of talk about all the different stuff going on in the uh, Flaro universe, as they call it. So, Shelly, what's going on in movies? Well, we got apparently not Spider-Man officially in Infinity Wars, which is uh, sad, but I think it's going to happen. It's not I feel like that won't happen. I don't know why they wouldn't. You know, they they introduced him in Civil War and he's going to get his movie. I feel like it would be very stupid of them to not have him in yeah. Civil War. Like, I just... His words were, everything's up in the air. But I feel mm. like they never know anything. If you, like, hear some of these actors' interviews... Yeah, that's... Eh. They're just not I'm anything. hoping. I'm hoping you'll be in there. I'll still... Even if he's not, I'm obviously still going to see it. There's going to be a million different heroes in that movie. There's going to be so right. many... There, I heard about, like... Just how many confirmed heroes there are for that movie? <laughs> like it's There's insane. How are they gonna get so? How's it? How are they all gonna get their their time to shine? Maybe they won't. And Kevin Feige, I didn't put this in the notes. Um, he was asked if the defenders from Marvel's Netflix shows will be in the movies, and his response was spoilers. <laughs> That's oh, exciting. well. That doesn't mean it, like, it's going to happen, but uh, that's right. really, really cool to me. Um, for a while, we've been hearing, you know, they get very detailed, and they're like, well, getting that done, we'll never say it was not an impossibility, but uh, getting it done is going to be really difficult for us. Um, so to hear just spoilers is a, is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. But Infinity War is still so far in the future, I feel like. Um, right. I do think it's interesting how they started having it with two movies, and now it's going to be one. Usually, it's like it's yeah. almost constantly. It's almost always the way around. They say it's going to be one, and then it's two. But I don't know. I think that part two comes out, so it's not going to be called part two. But they'll have so the Infinity War will come out, and then immediately after that will be a second Avengers movie. Um, oh, they're not calling it Infinity War Part Two uh, because they said it's two different movies. Um, and they didn't want it to seem like a part one, part two, because that would constrain them in their writing. Um, I don't yeah. know what that means, but that's what I as heard. As long as they got it figured out, they know what they're doing. I trust them. Their movies are and really Marvel good. We trust. Just, and Marvel we trust. <laughs> I hope it's not blasphemous. I, I don't mean it to be blasphemous. <laughs> we trusted uh, Marvel. That's a fact. <laughs> trust that it'll get the job done. Oh, jeez. Okay, so... <laughs> and aside from that... Um, J.K. Rowling said that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is to be five. Why? Which seems I've been okay. How many books is it? It's not even. It's like it's a tiny, not, tiny book. It's not I don't have even. It on me. A, it's, uh, a, it's a small thing. It is a book thinner than my thumb. Uh, yeah, okay. it's just a small book within the universe. It's not part of the literal Harry Potter series. It's just part of the Harry Potter movies universe. and in the Harry Potter books itself, but J.K. Rowling actually made one and then Harry Potter Yeah, it's a textbook. All over it. Yeah. It's a textbook. It's tiny that she and it's a 
encyclopedia of fictional creatures. Like she made uh, the tales of Beetle and Bard, which is also like a big thing in the um, Deathly Hollows movie. She made that book as well. But um, right. I'm just like, uh, I've gone on rants about this ever since I heard that this was happening. <laughs> because it's so ridiculous to me. I don't understand yeah. what J.K. Rowling's doing because she's she's a very charitable woman. It seems strange for it to be just taking it for money. But at the same time, it's when I see this, I see that she's just milking the Harry Potter universe. And, and I'm not even like, I'm not against Harry Potter movies. I love Harry Potter. Yeah. Why Fantastic Beasts? Why can't we just get closure? I think that's <laughs> what's needed. Because, I mean, as, love as, as much as I loved Pottermore in the beginning... It's getting too much. It's We don't need to hear about every school in the world. We don't need to hear about the history of every school in the world. It should have honestly just ended with the last book and the last movie because there was an epilogue and everything. We, didn't, we don't need this play, to be honest. <laughs> I don't really feel the need to go see this play or read that book. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. The Cursed Child, that's what it's Cursed called. Child. I just I seems would be okay with like movie. I would be okay with five movies dealing with Harry Potter's dad, the Marauders. Would I would be okay with that. Great series, but oh, maybe not five movies. I would be okay with one movie, <laughs> maybe a short or something. I, I don't just, understand the whole thing. They were going to do three movies, uh, and I was like, "That's a lot," and they were like, "No, there's more." I just feel like Harry Potter. It's time has come to end. And people like J.K. Rowling, Rowling wanted to live forever. And I feel like the only way it's going to live forever is if, you know, people who grew up reading the books hand it down to their children. That's how it lives forever. Not creating more stuff for the universe. That's unnecessary. Not creating more movies. Not creating the actual books and the textbooks from the book. I just... I, I'm losing respect for J.K. Rowling from this. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I just go off on stuff like this. I This is how I felt about The Hobbit, except probably worse. <laughs> that was, was ridiculous too. Why couldn't there have been three ridiculous. movies for the really long books and not the anyways? I don't I'm just I'm done. I won't say anymore. I'm gonna take up <laughs> way too much time. I need to move on to the actual Joe's just be like, I don't care. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually interested in the new one that they've advertised. Mm-hmm. The one where the dude takes his bag full of creators into New York. Yeah. Order. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it because Eddie Redmayne is like my husband. But um, <laughs> I just, I don't want to see any more of it. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm, it makes no sense. They're very similar. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm done. Anyways. Goodbye. Movie on the theaters. Theater. I'm not talking about that anymore. Um. What's coming out the theaters? Well, glad you asked that question. Jack Reacher, never go back. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Tom Cruise, it's coming out this week. So you can go see that if you like Jack Reacher. Um, it actually looks kind of good, and that makes me mad, because I didn't watch the first one because it looked terrible. Yeah, I never saw the first one either. I didn't even know this was coming out until I looked on IMDb. <laughs> I'm like, it, it ah, looks that's Tom Cruise. Let's, really good. Let's, let's talk about it. Um... So there's that. Um, also, Ouija, Origin of Evil. I don't even know why I mentioned this because that just looks like a terrifying movie and never ever I always mentioned want to pronounce it. Pronounce it, ooh, yeah. 
Like the console? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. It looks like Ooh, yeah, not Ouija. Ouija is the scariest darn thing ever. So don't mess with those things. And you could go see this movie as long as you don't mess with that thing. And if you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Moving on. Uh, also, there's Keeping Up with the Jon- Joneses. Joneses? That has Zach Galifianakis. And that's a comedy. So, like, look, we got we got your action adventure. We got your horror thriller. And your action comedy. All right. If you, you can see whatever this week. You got your varieties. And, um... Yeah, or you could go to Blu-ray. Blu-ray coming out this week. Independence Day Resurgence. I need to that's see the, that. Yeah, that's the newest one, right? Mm-hmm. Newest Independence Day. The newest. Yeah, yeah there's only two. <laughs> I thought... One of them came out before you were born, but... I know. That's why I was like, <laughs> one to specify. But, yeah. And Alice Through the Looking Glass, which I probably won't see. Because I had forgotten that it came out. Yeah, I don't know. I saw, I read the book. I read Alice, like, Alice in Wonderland and Alice Through the Looking Glass. I read both of those. And I liked them a lot. And then I saw the movie. The new, the live action, not like the, the cute cartoon. And I was right. like, what the heck is this? This is not like the book. This is weird. And I'm sure it's going to be the same with through the looking glass so i'm just nah not gonna do that thing <laughs> okay not doing the thing nothing <laughs> i've talked enough about movies and how much i sometimes don't like them let's move on to tv with cody <laughs> okay <laughs> uh so uh first of all and i failed to put this in the notes as well almost every uh arrow so flash how does it go supergirl flash arrow legend of tomorrow I'll come out Monday through Thursday. They have gotten the lowest ratings ever, like since they've started. Um, Flash is tired of them. Yeah, I guess so. I think what's happening with this is there's so many of them. It's really easy for us to catch up with a movie once a month, every couple months, really, um, and feel included and be an all in. Um, If you want to be all in with this, you need to be watching all four shows every single week, and it's a lot especially when you're watching everything else. Um, so I, I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, but it makes I me mean, really sad. Especially because they kind of push you to be, yeah, they push you to be watching all of them. And I feel like it's different with um, Marvel's Netflix stuff because those are all released immediately. You could just kind of sit through and watch all of them. Right. Um, whereas this one, it's like, yeah, you have to watch it week per week. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, that said, I also think that I don't know. They're doing some stuff. Um, Supergirl brought in Superman, which is super cool. Uh, Super cool. But as I was watching it, I was kind of... uh, Yeah, I started thinking about it, and I was kind of let down that they brought Superman in. Um, It kind of took away from Supergirl being, you know, this female hero. Um, Like, she needs help from a guy kind of thing. Um, Not to sound like super feminist. But... It legitimately kind of took it away. Uh, I know he's only on there, for, I believe, for two episodes. Um, he did great. The uh, What's his name? Tyler Hoechlin, I think his name is. Um, does yeah, is great this, as Superman. Is it the same actor as the ones in the movies? Is it supposed no. to be the same guy? It's a different no, guy. that's definitely not the same guy. I just... Yeah. I don't know the actors' names. Not not in any way the same guy. Uh, he's definitely skinnier. <laughs> but he plays Superman very well. 
Um, he's definitely got the dorkly thing going on when he's actually, uh, you know, Clark Kent. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of Superman, there's questions of whether or not he would have his own show because he did so well. Uh, and they're saying that uh, they were they asked for one episode with him in it, and they gave them two episodes with him in it, and so they weren't going to ask for a, for a, another series spinoff, um, which I think is the way it should be. Superman and Batman and all these A-list superheroes, I think it's really smart to uh, include them in the universe, but not really have them be in the universe. Um, you have, like, you know, talk about Wayne Tech, uh, have Bruce Wayne, and know that he's out there somewhere and let your imagination roam. Um, yeah. But then not be underwhelmed when you get to see him on screen and he's not very good. Um, yeah. Like I said, Tyler Hoechlin did great, but when you look at the movies and you look at Tyler Hoechlin Superman, like... There's definitely a budget difference. Um, so that was that was it for Superman. I'm just going to go through them real quick just because they all went out and TV news is pretty short. That was basically it. Uh, Flash, I think that uh, with ratings low, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think Flashpoint Paradox uh, came way too soon. Uh, it, it was like we resolved everything that would create the Flashpoint Paradox. And then at the very end of the last season, they kind of like decided to go completely a 180 from everything that we had been working towards. Um, so that was really off-putting. Uh, I don't know if Flashpoint Paradox was done very well. Still love the Flash. And uh, the guy that plays Draco Malfoy, he's... Yeah, in, Tom Felton! And he does fantastic. Tom uh, Felton. It's, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> Flash is very much... They, they keep that humor, and I really like that. Um, Arrow is back to being, like, super, super serious, uh, which is really unfortunate, because everyone was thinking that they would kind of follow how Flash was doing with, like, you know, the lighthearted stuff. I think that's a big part of it, too, is uh, if you like the Flash, you may not like Arrow. And so you have these four different shows, um, and they're four different demographics almost. So that might be part of the ratings, too, is you... You don't want to watch one without watching the other ones, but if you don't like one of them, then you kind of sit out. Um, yeah. I thought DC's Legend of Tomorrow uh, was really weird, but I love that DC's Legend of Tomorrow is kind of tying everything else together. Um, and that's all I'll say without spoiling too much. Um, Legend of Tomorrow, I think, is uh, not as well-received as it should be. They're doing an amazing job with that. But, anyways, that's everything going on in TV. Also, uh, Age of the Shield, Marvel's TV show, still amazing. Uh, this is the best season that they've ever had. If you watched Age of the Shield first season and you were like, no, I give up on this, this is stupid, uh, you need to get back to it. It's all on Netflix until this season so that you can watch this season because this season is worth it. Um, whole season's been amazing so far. That's it. For TV news, we will get into some pretty exciting yet ominous uh, gaming news. I guess not yeah. ominous, just you don't know what's going on yet. Well, some of it, yeah. Um, so, first of all, uh, looks like there's a good chance we're going to get an announcement for Red Dead Redemption 2. They're hinting so hard. Yeah, they, uh, Rockstar's dropped a couple of big images on their Twitter feed the last couple of days. It wouldn't hmm. surprise me if we get the, the announcement tomorrow, because the image they released... So, like, yesterday's was a little questionable. They were like, ooh, that's kind of in the style of something that Red Dead would do. And today mm-hmm. was like, straight up, here's this no, group that's... of... 
Yeah, this group of silhouettes walking into the sunset with six shooters strapped to their sides and stuff. I hope that it is an HD remake and all of the fans are just... Oh, <laughs> dude. People would flip tables for real. Oh, no. That would be the worst. That's like oh. DC Talk doing all that. Do you, you hear about DC Talk? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They did a ton of hype and everyone was freaking out that they were getting an album. And they were oh, doing... Oh, yeah. They announced group- that... <laughs> Cruise. Yeah, I forgot about that. Wow. I hope Gosh. that's what... That's what I hope Rockstar is doing. Cause I I'm saw somebody else say, what if it was a Grand Theft Auto game set in, like, Texas? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. There's so many things that could go completely wrong with this. But Rockstar knows how to handle their properties. I mean, they're not going to do that. So I, I anticipate that by the time you hear this, I would say we will probably have an announcement for Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, I'm thinking about it. And not to keep pushing this, because I don't think it's actually going to happen. But remember with Final Fantasy, they uh, did that thing where everyone, you heard the music and everyone cheered. And then it was a like just a re-release. It wasn't even an HD remake. They were just like Final Fantasy 7 yeah. on your PS4 or something. What yeah. I, re- yeah. three, I can't remember how long ago it was, but everyone was so mad. And it was it was a port of the PC version. Right, yeah. Yeah. But they came through in the end, so. Yeah, hopefully Rockstar is smarter than that. No, they I didn't. feel like they, they would have Oh. You say they came through. They're doing the Final Fantasy VII remake, but that's not the remake any of the fans want. That's, nah. Mm. I've got a Final Fantasy fan, so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since you I'm have no idea what you're talking yeah, I'll about, excited. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, we just wanted an HD remake of the game we played growing up. Right. We didn't want this crazy, like, reworking of all the mechanics and stuff. I mean, they still have Cloud. And that's all you need, right? (laughs) Have you you ever heard of Final Fantasy Duodecim? Or, I'm sorry. I can't remember what that Vita game was called now. I believe it's Dissidia. Have you ever heard of Final Fantasy Dissidia? I Mm. know. No. It's got Cloud and every other hero from the entire Final Fantasy series and every other main villain from the Final Fantasy series. And but LK was he HD? Right... <laughs> no, he was on the Vita. He was on. He was on the PSP. But uh, um, yeah. Uh, stand on that tangent LK real said, quick. The oh, city God. was legit. The city was legit. But that's not Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> I got this game called Final Fantasy XVS and was super stoked because everything looked awesome. Yeah. And it's awful. Aww. It's just so it's you get to play the role playing stuff. Yeah. But you don't get to like move. You just go place to place and like you go from a battle to battle basically and do the yeah, role playing. Yeah, isn't yeah. there a game they're coming out with now with all the uh Final Fantasy characters, but they're like chibi? They're like small. Yeah. Final Fantasy Final Worlds. Fantasy. Yeah, that one. See that one. I think and also that one comes out in the next few weeks, I believe. And it's that HD awesome. in a different sense. Because yeah. they're still small and cute. Yeah. But anyway, um That was a tangent. So, My bad. No, it's, yeah. I, I'm trying I don't know how to pull it back onto the rails at this point because we're about <laughs> to jump the shark. Um Just Sniper be like, Shut Ghost up, Cody. Warrior Three. Yeah. <laughs> Sniper Ghost Warrior Three got another delay. Uh hope you're not a fan of that franchise or you're willing to wait. 
long as a sniper does. Put on your ghillie suits, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, because you're in for another wait. Sorry, uh, you didn't get the shot. The wind was wrong. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, then man. I think the biggest news of the week, well, I think the biggest news of the week, people are, are going to argue with me on that because, well, Red Dead Redemption 2 possibly, but if they don't come to a decision pretty soon, the SAG-AFTRA, um, the, the Voice Actors Guild uh, is going to go on strike, which means video game voice actors that get paid to do that for a living going to be on strike for a while. And and I'll tell you all probably the reason why. A lot of it is that you know these people get called in to do voice roles on video games. Well, they show up, and then it's like, oh, we also need you to do motion capture. And they do the motion okay. capture. And it's like, oh, but we're not paying you for the motion capture. We're only paying you because you're doing the voice stuff. Yeah, voice That's actors have cool. it real rough. They have it real rough. I'm not real sure if there's a little snark in your voice or not right now. No, I mean, I'm I'm being genuine. <laughs> they do not have a good... Okay. In the, like, and I I'm know not that they don't get paid just, well. Not just video game, place. but like also just an animated anything. I mean, I, just, I love the idea of having a motion-captured... Um, performance with the voice performance because it, it genuinely marries up better. Mm-hmm. But you should pay those people for the work they're doing. Yeah. Right. Come on. Um, that's kind of it in the news for the week. Let's go ahead and get to the to the uh, the pool list. We'll start with the PlayStation blogs pool list. Um, Batman Return to Arkham. I don't recommend you pick this one up because I hate the way that they're doing this. It's um, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, but not Arkham Knight. It's only those two um, oh. with updated visuals. Okay. Um, so that seems real weird to me. I don't. I don't like the way they're doing that. Yeah, and Origins isn't even in there. So it's the two previously done Rocksteady games. Um, Battalion Commander coming out on the Vita this week. The big one for the week, I think, Battlefield One comes out uh, Friday officially. If you've got the early enlister edition of the game, you're probably playing it by the time you hear this. Um, The Bug Catcher on PS4. It's an intense action shooter wrapped in a stylistic 2D art and smeared with juvenile humor. That sounds terrible. (laughs) Anything with juvenile humor. (laughs) Ha ha ha, potty fart jokes. Uh, You said fart. Ha. (laughs) Right, there you go. Uh, oh man really okay let's move on um <laughs> coming to the ps4 and the vita exist archive the other side of the sky you know it's a jrpg by the name come on exactly uh, <laughs> that's true i can't tell whether that's like a turn-based rpg or an action rpg but there you go hopico hopico i can't tell the evil nanobite virus is out. Gaming is over. It's time to hook up your power gloves and save your Hopico brothers. An intense speed run platformer where you get to save gaming. Nintendo power gloves? It just says power gloves. They're probably not allowed to use the word Nintendo in a PlayStation game. That makes sense. <laughs> um, one that a lot of people will probably be interested in, the Jackbox Party Pack 3 comes out this week. Oh. Hey, Jackbox is so fun. Yeah, it's got Quiplash 2, Gespionage, uh, TKO, Faking It. Uh, yeah, 
So Rush is so fun. It said some of the games are compatible if you use your phones with with an audience of up to ten thousand people. Yeah, that sounds you dumb. Dumb. <laughs> like for big live streams. Wow. Why do you want to play a game with ten thousand other people? So you get all the votes and you feel real I'm good. I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. <laughs> Uh, Keeper of the Four Elements on Vita. That one looks real weird. Um, the Lego Harry Potter collection. We were talking about Harry Potter just a minute ago. So the Lego Harry Lego. Potter collection's coming out this week. I had all those on the Wii. They were fun. There you I'd go. say that. So oh, you had them I on the Wii. Well, now you can actually see them in HD. Yeah! Lego <laughs> HD. Uh, like real Legos. Yeah, Legos wow. are Wow. Awesome. Mordheim, City of the Damned. Uh, it's it's kind of a Warhammer setting. It's an RPG. Pretty dark looking stuff. But Warhammer is genuinely tends to be a little darker. So Purge mm -hmm. the Heretics. Right, exactly. That's yeah. Warhammer. Thanks, Warhammer. <laughs> uh, and then coming out to the PSVR this week, we're getting two games: Pixel Gear, and uh, I'm I'm in, I'm interested in that one. It looks cool. And Sports Bar VR, which has a lot of people interested. It's got like billiards. And, you know, like the hockey, the air hockey and that sort yeah. of stuff. Okay. And then oh, finally coming to the Vita this week. Oh, I don't know if it's got darts or not. That would be kind of neat. Be, yeah. Uh, coming to the Vita this week, you got another JRPG. Super Dimension Neptune versus Sega Hard Girls. I kid <laughs> you not, that is the name. I kid you not. <laughs> Uh, what? I cannot <laughs> believe this franchise has been a, around so long. These the Neptune games have been around for Deadburn ever, and I don't understand it. Uh, sorry. An ancient war between oh my gosh the an ancient war between Sega Hard Girls and Goddesses ravaged the world. The adventurer IF journeys across the wasteland and finds the Grand Library, a facility that grants her the power to travel back in time. This Will she so be able dark. to use this power to unite the warring factions and restore peace to the world? The concept behind Neptune games are real stupid to me. Super Dimension Neptune. Basically, all the characters are different video game consoles. Oh. Okay. And so it actually makes sense that one of them is Sega. But, okay, yeah, I heard the Sega, and I was like, I don't know why it's there, but yeah. maybe it's something different. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's they're usually parody names, like... The Snowy instead of Sony or what, whatever. I don't know what any of the actual names are, but yeah. So oh, that's real weird. Uh, I think those games are slap full of fan service, and my guess is that's the only yeah, reason they keep making them. <laughs> I haven't actually played one. I'm afraid to. So yeah. Um, let's jump over to IGN. We'll check the rest of the pull list for the week and see if there's anything new. So coming to uh, VR this week on. PC, so this won't come to the PSVR. Serious Sam VR, and if you've ever played the Serious Sam games, they're crazy. They're like Doom on steroids. Mm. Okay. Um. Let's see. Oh, okay. Huge release for PC gamers this week. Civilization Six drops on Friday. Civ. Oh yeah. Um, and the Civ games, you know, I mean, those games have a huge following. People that get them playing for years. And so the newest Civ game comes out this week. And that's it for the pull list for the week. All right. 
Cool. Coolio I think that actually ends the podcast. That'll do it. Does it? Cool. Does it actually end it? Yeah. Um, it is the one. Uh, we gotta start over. The whole thing. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, LJ. Um, what was I gonna say? Anniversary. Yeah, something along with that. Um, but we're gonna end there. Or so we'll end there on the one year anniversary podcast. Uh, something I was thinking about earlier. Uh, it would be great to hear what you guys think of the podcast. You know, what do you guys want to see in this next coming year? Uh, we're definitely thinking about guests and stuff. But use the hashtag GUGCast. Ask us your or tell us uh, your thoughts and everything like that. We'd love to kind of read through those. Uh, don't know if we'll put any on the actual podcast, but just love to see you know uh, your guys' thoughts. Get to communicate with you a little bit. Um, I'm interested to see what you guys will have to say. Um, I, I really want to get guests kind of maybe starting next January-ish. Uh, no promises. Nobody in the nobody in the works yet. But uh, it was really great having Jason on. Still reminiscing about that. Jason Duick, for those of you who don't know, is two podcasts ago? Three uh, podcasts ago? Something like that. Yeah. Two or three. One of them. Anyways. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me at Joe Knows Games and now at Open Critic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, so Shelly? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Shellshock24. You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. I usually say you can find me anywhere you put in Cody Armor, but you're not going to find anything on Open Critic with my name. So, meh. Not <laughs> as cool as Joe. That's true. Not as cool as Hashtag not as cool as Joe. Hashtag not as cool as Joe. I'm not <laughs> the only... All of our authors, okay? If you review as... video games for Geeks Under Grace... Which I don't. And you're on staff, <laughs> I'll, I'll work on getting you up there. <laughs> awesome. We will see you guys. Well, we'll, we'll, we won't see you, but... Check in next talk time. Talk to you later. <laughs> talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. Um, literally at you. Uh, that's how this works. We love you guys. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. God bless.